0: Turn that back on. I was watching that. Now, Mr. Matt, bring me a coffee. Maybe treat.
1: Hey guys, it's me Cam.
0: And me Lauren.
1: And we are Colour Drunk.
0: In today's episode of Colour Drunk Chats, we are speaking with artist Tommy Olapade, who has received acclaim with Joey Badass and Maverick Saber. Together we are going to be exploring how art as a white institution repeatedly excludes black voices, despite wanting to capitalise off the culture.
1: Thanks for tuning in to episode three. DM us your email and we'll add you to our mailing list where you can receive extra content via our monthly newsletter. Sit back and enjoy this journey with us.
2: Cheers! <laughs> hey Tommy, welcome to College Drunk Chats. How's it going? I'm good. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me.
0: For being on our platform.
2: Got, I'm in my studio now, innit? So I've just... I've literally just been locked in here every day, just like taking advantage of time, just getting Maybe work done. That's
0: what one of our questions was going to be, it was going to be like, how do you feel like your practice is like? Has it benefited it from this period, or is it like?
2: <laughs> I mean, the thing is like, my because I I was doing art full time anyway, so my working day is pretty much the same.
1: Yeah.
2: But I thought I thought I would get like less commission work and less interest because everyone was like had crazy stuff going on. But I'd had more, like, I don't know why, but...
0: Do people contact you through Instagram?
2: Instagram, like, through my website, um, or just through people who know me. Yeah. yeah. Any, any, any way. We were just gonna ask, like, how did you, like, get into art, and what started? The well, I've been just drawing since I was a kid. Like, when you're a kid, everyone draws, mm. And, like, I don't know, I, I always felt like I just kept with it, like, when everyone stopped, and I just kept going, but... When I was really young, when I was a baby, my dad got my dad commissions and my junior to do paintings of all of us. Oh, sick! And then so we've had we've had these paintings like hanging in my house like since I was a kid. Wow! And uh, that was a that was like a, I think like I was the only one in my friends who had anything like that in the house. So that was like a big impact on me, like. Like it was like it was like always like a goal. I was like, yeah, I wanna be as good as this. So would career. you say that art has been an element of like your family? In a way, well my granddad was actually nice. He didn't pursue it. He was doing it for a while and then he started his own business. But it's in my family. I didn't but I didn't find out that till much later in life. But um as far as like the rest of my family aren't like super artistic. So
0: I was gonna say so obviously art's been a huge part of like the ha- like the house that you grew up in. Did you go to galleries as a kid, or was it mainly like having that in your house? Was it like more of a personal kind of um,
2: I definitely having it in my house. Like, I as far as like the art in, like I didn't really have any interest in the art industry or any of the art I'd been shown growing up. Until until probably my early twenties did I actually start trying to pay attention and see. It was just I just like doing it. Like I couldn't even say who my favorite artist was growing up. I didn't really
0: do um, you think that's because it was like a disconnect in terms of like the artists that you were showing i feel like oh, yeah. and, like you're just showing like this like kind of medieval portraits and the, there's yeah. obviously not really much attachment that you can kind of have towards that kind of art i found anyway
2: yeah that's that's i'd say that's definitely it like i i feel like early on i just went i mean i feel like most people i know most friends like their attitude towards the art industry is like that's some some rich white people stuff like like, you know that's not really space for me so i feel like i i like making stuff but i had that kind of mentality towards it Mm. so actually i straight from straight from school i wasn't even going to pursue art. i was going to do something else like just because it it wasn't in my head that that was a possibility i just which
1: is not i mean
0: you've really taken off like how would you say that you're now like navigating that industry because to an extent obviously you are um, yeah. have you found that there are obstacles, or have you found that there's times where you're like, I can understand why people see it as such an impenetrable place as a person? Um,
2: I'd say, I'd say, I 100%. I mean, I how do I say? I would say, Don't I, it to yourself, I know I wouldn't. Um, I've come across a lot of galleries that are, that are dedicated to african art which at first seems like a proper like oh yeah I cool and then like the more i've gone to know them i'm like it seems a bit more opportunistic like they're trying to capitalize and then so it's like i don't know finding finding places or people that genuinely understand what i want to do or what is is kind of the difficulty and also also audience because i feel like a lot of because like black people are centered in the stories I tell through my art. Yeah. But, and then obviously you know anyone can enjoy art, but I feel like the interactions from from them they're always a little bit deeper. Like when black people see my cool. my art, mm-hmm. so I feel like also like bringing in that audience because so many black people don't feel like they're that's that an area for them or yeah they're, yeah they're, or something where they'd have any interest and. So. I'm still figuring stuff out, you know, but...
1: It's interesting as well, because I feel like your uh, beginnings when you had that oil painting and you were, like, the focus of, as, of it as a black child, it probably helped you realise subconsciously that art was for you also. Because I don't think, like, growing up, I even really knew that there was black artists, but not, like, I didn't know, but I didn't think yeah, yeah. consciously. You think about it, it was, like,
2: it was just obvious that... Like, like, it wasn't even something you think but I was like, oh yeah, we focus stuff in like, yeah, yeah, the Yeah, no. like
1: and it's weird because in school I remember the only ethnic quote unquote um, art that we got was like aboriginal wall paintings.
0: Or like the Egyptians. Yeah,
1: yeah. Some like ancient stuff, <laughs> So it's always within some like ancient time frame. Well not even ancient but like like far off time frame, it's a different setting. So like you can't really connect yourself to that which i find quite interesting with your art because you kind of put a lot of like vernacular and domestic topics into the center of blackness and bring it into like a modernity
2: yeah basically
0: would you say that it's quite a fine line as a black artist like in a predominantly white space to try and find meaningful engagement with your work obviously it's quite I think a lot of the time there's like that real struggle between like is my work being appreciated right now or is it being appropriate and how do you kind of navigate that and how do you like keep your like agency of your own work because I feel like that must be really tough between like wanting to you know make sure that you've got coin but at the same time not kind of sacrificing your your moral compass to be honest
2: I feel like that's what I'm still trying to figure out now like say i for instance i've recently been doing like some commissions for this gallery in italy who's which is dedicated to african art and i'm and then i mean and the way they talk to me is like they really they really want to put on african artists but then they kind of just want me to just make really easy sellable art for them like so i'm just like painting there which I, so I stopped doing that because that's just not what i want to do yeah but, you know so it's like it's it's just tricky trying to navigate i, I honestly i don't even know i haven't figured it out yet which is i
0: think it's really important that there are people like you in these spaces to kind of you know navigating it might be really tricky now but kind of setting a path for other people to kind of like do the same because I think there is such that thing where you just look at that space and you just think that space isn't for me, and that needs to change. It really, really needs to change. And I think yeah. lots of institutions are trying to implement that, but it is really hard being in that space where there's no one that looks like you, and you feel like you're going to be misunderstood, being there. Yeah. Um, but how would you say that you kind of developed your style?
2: Um, like, what do you well, paint in oils? Huh? Do you paint in oils? Oil, yeah, yeah. I use oil paint mainly. Um. Well, I'd say i those paintings that I had in my house, like they were like realistic, realistically painted. I'd say that that was a target for me when I was a kid. Then as I grew older, or when I, when I was in art school and I started like looking into the art industry, I found like artists like Kehinde Wiley and um um yeah. I I'd say he had the biggest influence on my work and my style of painting.
0: Because yeah. it really feels like I don't know. Obviously, for the listeners, like you, your most recent series is it called Good Hair?
2: Uh yeah, and yeah, I was a series from well from uni, but yeah.
0: Yeah, um, do you want to talk a bit about that and describe that? Because I feel like that's kind of um, we're using as a the reference point.
2: So I uh, so that series I was kind of like when I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to say, what I wanted to do. So um, obviously that this was like early on in me discovering Henley Wiley. And then his, like, mix of, like, the the kind of textile design backgrounds, like the kind of William Morris type, and then the, the like, really realistic portraiture. That's something I wanted to bring into my, my work, but I I wanted to figure out my own way of doing it. And I wanted to figure out, like, what stories I wanted to tell. And I don't know, something... It started off with just, like, the aesthetic of the barbershop, and I started thinking about... Um what the barbershop means and to, to to us as black men and to the people in the black community and our relationship with our hair and then I decided you know that's a good place to start so i I decided so the idea was that I'd create these kind of little window frames kind of kind of peeking into intimate moments of hair care and hair in, in within the within four for black people and then that's kind of where it started. And um, I think I think with that project, I feel like there's places I could have gone, there's there's other stuff that I wanted to do with it, but I don't know, I just moved on to a new story with it, but yeah. You can always go back as well, because I feel like yeah, a good
1: conversation with black people, but also more than ever, because we, even with um, our platform, we're hoping to do an event, kind of discussing black hair as like an art form, because, In so many ways, it's such a like um, like intrinsic part of our culture, but it's also like really artistic ways of expression. It kind of is mad because it like historically in like Africa, it's it was used to like as an identity marker. It shows you so much that like our our hair is art, and it's like that's what's interesting about your work because of the two.
2: Yeah, basically, yeah.
0: I, Who did you use for your models? Out of interest,
2: yeah. um, just friends, family. Like my, the first one was in my local barbers.
0: Oh, amazing! Um,
2: yeah, he's got, he's got like posts of it up there. Like he's always <laughs> shy. Like he's always like, whenever <laughs> I walk in there, he's like, "Hey, this is the guy. This is the guy." <laughs> like, Rapping you, is <laughs> it? But no. Nah, um. So yeah, it's just my friends, friends, family. Yeah, that's it. That's about it. Just people I know. In terms
0: of like art that you're making now, you said that you're working on commissions. Like, do you uh, have? Yeah, I
2: was, but I yeah.
0: Obviously, this is such like a pause now. I feel like for everyone to kind of think about like the kind of stuff they want to do. Like, do you have like a kind of like goal in your head about the art you want to create or like where you want your art to be? Or
2: um, as far, as, well, I'm, I'm as far as where once I want it to be. Um, I'm not sure. I'm I'm kind of thinking about about thinking about ways to put on shows on my own or partnering people as opposed to like, just going through galleries and like, trying to get get them to represent me. Because mm. I feel like, so, so say, um towards the end of last year, I did some shows of Adidas, in oh, their right. Adidas shops. And I cl- and I kind of clocked from that, that like their, their approach to it brought in more of the type of audience that I want than like a regular gallery. Because the, the space is a more, comfortable space for for people like me or my friends. I, like my friends that came to it was like their favorite show that they came to for me.
1: Oh it was wow. like, they in an
2: Adidas shop compared to like the other ones in galleries and stuff. They're right? just more comfortable space for them. So I'm just thinking, so i say that's, I'm, I'm just thinking of newer ways to showcase our oh, newer spaces I can show in and stuff what, like that. Well, the Adidas show, like, did it feature musicians?
1: Was it last year?
2: Um, it was last year. Um, the the thing they do, the 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 company that runs it, what are they call Creative Debuts, I think. Oh, they they do a they do a string of different shows, so they do have they have music ones as well, and they have so they have a, a bunch of different things. I think and I've, then, yeah, the the one I did was just an arm one, but yeah. Oh, that's
0: sick. I think also there's such a big thing now, and like thinking about like decolonizing spaces, and it's not necessarily going into spaces like white spaces and kind of you know like putting your stamp on it it's actually about creating our own spaces because i think now more than ever like we do have the agency to do that and it's like yeah if you don't understand the work it shouldn't be our role to kind of continually try and explain it and try and like carve out like you know a corner in like a huge space like i know they're doing like a lot of rehangs like at the moment but it's about creating now yeah, yeah. which i think is really exciting
2: exactly yeah that's yeah basically yeah um, that's kind of what I want to figure out. I want to, I want to be a part of that.
0: Are there <laughs> any other artists like your generation, kind of, that you feel like you would like to collaborate with, or like you could like plug here as well?
2: Um, Sorry, I put you on the spot. Right, there's a, there's a, oh, um, Shala. Wait, Sh- right, let me let me get his full name. See, I, I did the, I entered the Evening Standard Art Competition a few years ago. I met some artists on oh, there. I'll just say Shola and Ashton are two artists who I've become like a huge fan of. And then Ashton um, paints about like the, the transgender community. That's it. And they actually won the, the even standard prize and they've just been doing amazingly since. Like, They also did the Brit Awards, like invitations and like parties. Oh,
0: really, like, Fuck. Amazing, honestly amazing, like
2: so inspired.
1: But, yeah, and um, we were thinking from your work. There's obviously like a heavy like music influence. Um, considering like yeah. Maverick Saber and um, Joey Badass, and like how did yeah. that work for you?
2: Um, like, well, with those, that was like that was before I actually even. I was like an architecture student mm-hmm. back then. I remember it was, like, one... Um, obviously, I've always been super into music. Like, when I was a kid, I used to, like, redraw my favourite album covers, like, design them myself. I said, that was just, like, a hobby of mine. So I remember this one time. It was, like, one summer, and I think Jerry Badass was about to put out his first album. And he was just like, yeah, I want to see some fan art. So I was like, oh, you know what? Let me just try this. And this was, like, when I was, like, telling my mom I wanted to drop out of architecture. So I was like, right, I got, like try and get back Proof on my art stuff. So I quickly it's like so I really, I say quickly, I spent like a month in a bit just doing like a really detailed piece for it. And I sent it to him. Like it was past the deadline for the show for the competition but he still really liked it. So he he contacted me and then That'd I got talking hot. to him and then literally through that I think he must have been friends with Maverick Saber. So Maverick contacted me and he was just like, Yeah, do my album cover. And I was like, Oh okay, yeah, I'll do your album. Cover. That's lit. No, but um but yeah, that was that was actually like a like I feel like anyone I've worked with, I feel like Maverick's probably been the most genuine person because he's like just been supportive since then. And and at that time I was like nineteen and he just like gave me full creative control over his album cover and I was just like Bro, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why, but, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, no, nah, yeah, that was – so Um, so music's always – I've always been interested in music and but using my art with music. But I, I remember at that time I was thinking, oh, yeah, I could probably, like, get loads of album covers for this and start doing. But then I kind of thought, like, I actually wanted to tell my own stories. Like, I didn't want that to be the main thing I do. Like, I'm still open yeah. to doing it. With people yeah. working with people for it, but it's like, I, but that kind of gave me the confidence because, you yeah. know, he, yeah. he was able to give me, to give me, um, to have enough faith in me to just do his album cover when I didn't really have much work to show. So I was like, mm. and that just gave me more confidence with my own ideas going Is forward. Is that
0: something you'd like to see more of, like a kind of integration? Obviously, album covers are always an integration of music and art, yeah. but like, just in general, like with events. Cause I feel like oh yeah definitely music's always been such an accessible like they've always had such accessible platforms and it would just be so nice to kind of merge that into the art world no, a bit
2: because
0: yeah. the I art mean, world yeah is just, like, pregnant
2: yeah exactly I mean yeah that's like, that's definitely something that like with that Adidas show I did that's definitely something that they they were trying to do and they've been doing more and more like they had like DJs doing sets there and like it was it it was it was, it was a different vibe which so I think there's some way that you can definitely bring them together. I've seen um, musicians in America do shows with artists before, which is definitely something mm. I would like. Like, I like, I'd like the idea of like, say, say like, an artist and like a musician kind of creating a body of work together. That's yeah, that's a story told through music and art and then maybe having like an event where the music is showcased as well as the art. Like, I feel like there's a lot of creative ways that you can bring it together and
1: yeah. Definitely. Definitely, that's definitely something I'm interested in. There's such a push for that as well because even in like creative direction of like music videos, you can see like how much that's like pushed. Like, you can see some yeah. artists are really into art, they'll be like pushing like an artistic element. Like there's this singer, Kait, and she's got a song Called Miss Shiny, and it's like I really- was
0: watching that yesterday. I, mean,
1: I mean, That's mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's, what's her name? Um, she's called Kait. K A I I T. Okay. And she's based in Oz. Huh?
0: She's based in Oz, Australia.
1: Yeah. Australian, um, and she's um, like really sick singer. Like she's got like she kind of got recognised by like Erica Badu, Jill Scott, but she's oh, like okay. Australia. So, yeah. But like all of her like things are just so well thought out, and you can tell that she's got like a really like artistic brain. She must do art well anyway. But in, yeah. in shiny, um, it's like she's in account, like she's getting her portrait painted by an artist for most of it, and then she's kind of like on like a bed. Oh wait, I
2: might have seen it. It's like kind of like pull out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have seen this. Oh, the thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nah, yeah that's it. And it's sick, it's like, like the
1: combination of like art and music, and you're just like, because comp- you're particularly, like, um, through sound, like, you're getting so much, like, beauty, it's sick.
2: Yeah, no, I feel like music, video, direction is definitely something I'd love to get into, 100%, but now, yeah, I I love that video. I didn't know the ice room, I think I just got like, recommend it on YouTube, but, yeah, yeah I know it. Do you yeah. listen to music
0: when you paint? Like oh there's certain... Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm
2: listening to music twenty four seven. I stopped, I don't I was I literally only stopped to do this call right now. Like, otherwise
0: What are you listening to at the moment?
2: Um well I've gone back, you know, I, right now I was just listening to the Lauren Hill um unplugged 2.0, I which I think weird. is I think it's criminally underrated. Mm-hmm. Like Is that where- you know, obviously her first album was a classic. And I feel like people
0: just kinda of brush that once it's It's uh Does
2: that yeah. have just like the water in it? Um
0: so, I'm, not it. Try, I'm not gonna sing it for you guys, but that is yeah. one of my
1: favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Um Is that the one where she's on the stage with the acoustic? Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's so many songs in that and she's just got a tap on. Yeah, it's like it's it's really it's it's like an hour and a half long, but
0: I went to see her in right. Wembley, I think, last year, and she had this amazing slideshow before she came on, and it was just black artists. And, oh. like, I don't know. She's obviously a very questionable figure in the industry. Yeah. But I just thought that was so amazing that she was plugging all these up-and-coming black artists. I really, really rated that. And, um, yeah, I'm named after her. Like, I'm obsessed with Lauren Hill. But,
2: oh, for
1: real? Yeah. Just, um, like Who else do you listen to? Because, obviously... Um, like who comes to mind with like artistic music? Um, is like Solange. And, like, oh yeah, I love Solange. Yeah, yeah. Like the especially like "Don't Touch My Hair," which is like so present for your work as well. Yeah. The... Like, artistry, of it, and you're just like even her on stage. Actually, did you see? I think it was like Jimmy Fallon.
2: Might have been. Yeah, like, before, and, like, it's art, and, like, and that performance. I was crazy. Like the artist no, yeah, she's she's amazing. She's pro- she's one of my favorite like artists right now. she she's been she's been like making music for, for ages and I didn't I wouldn't pay attention until that that last uh, uh album before the last one came out. I didn't really pay much attention, but she's actually amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'd do love you feel to see optimistic?
0: her like Like, do you feel like optimistic in this current time? I know it's a kind of a strange question. Um, kind of like looking around at what's happening, like do you feel like these spaces are going to be like decolonised in like a kind of meaningful way.
2: Oh yeah, 100% I feel like um, I've always had an optimistic outlook on things anyway, like I don't know how long things will take to fix or how long it will take before the problems aren't there anymore. but I've always had an optimistic look and and to be honest with what's going on now, I think what I've like seen the most is, actually, is people actually taking time to educate themselves which I wasn't really expecting. Like No, um,
0: neither. Neither.
2: Nah. But um, I I mean I'm trusting that people are genuinely doing that. So Yeah, we'll, yeah. See. we'll yeah. see. what happens. Like, just...
0: But in terms of your work and like your art, like do you feel like you're adding to like a narrative that's like growing now? Like do you feel like there's other people around that are more like I don't know, more open to seeing art made by people of colour in a way that they haven't been before? Or do you feel it's um, the trend, or yeah, like how do
2: you? Oh feel yeah, that's that's that's. I'm mean, not my my mates whether or not it's just. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's no. You just have to wait and see. Like there's a. I what well, what I've experienced over this time. I think a lot of other black artists have experiences all of a sudden boost in like like new followers. new, because I, like I got contacted by a couple like really big collectors. Like in, all of a sudden, really interested. Obviously, because Black Lives Matter is like the biggest mm. news topic going on right now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how to tell straight away if it's genuine or if it's just a trend and then people are just going to go on to the next, like, what's hot or whatever. Yeah. So, I guess time will tell. But I do think of us as black people are invested in building our own institutions, then that's, that's always going to be the the way to go yeah do you
1: feel like your art is for black people do you think anyway so if black
2: followers do start following me during this craze it's yeah. not. fine is that something you would agree with or uh yeah i mean my my mentality of creating art is that i'm creating stories that a younger me would have loved to see yeah so when i see so if i if it if so it's always going to be a black person who could relate to it most or yeah maybe they they have them their their life experience gives them the most informative take on it so yeah
0: yeah i was just thinking like thinking about art how art has been like so formative to you like having those paintings in your house and kind of relating it to what's going on at the moment with statues i think a lot of people don't really understand at the moment how damaging it is as a person in a country that has these kind of artworks that are so publicly displayed sorry, and like erected in like public spaces and like how that like interacts with us. But I think what you were saying about how like even those paintings in your house made such a huge difference. Like how would you say that kind of interacts with the whole statue
2: debate kind of going on at the moment? I mean, with the statue, I feel like because in Britain, we live in a country that's like so in denial. About as far yeah. mm-hmm. and then so it's it's so with these statues been up, it's not like no one knew that that was a slave trade. or <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. had it up. It was like, yeah, and then so, I mean, I've seen I what I wasn't expecting is when when that one statue got torn down, that people would start officially taking statues down. Like
1: yeah,
2: that I didn't I didn't see that coming. Like I thought oh we're gonna get shit for this and then like, so I think it's a good first step. Do they
0: need to be in the museum or do you think, do you think they just need to be taken out of like, public spaces altogether? Um,
2: well I, I saw someone say something about, like, where, there was t- where some people's criticisms were like oh you're erasing history like okay it's a slave trader but we've got to learn from our history and someone else said um, putting up their statues was, uh, was a celebration of your history and I've taken them down is you acknowledging, like it's not a a big moment in your history going forward. So honestly, just put them all in the river. Like They don't need to be-
1: (laughs) Why do we need that? It's true, when you look at these things and you're like, we're we're still going to weirdly be commemorating them anyway if they are in a museum. I get the thing about contemporary
2: history, but- I mean, I I understand like, but, but I think like statues aren't put up to, as a, to remember, like they're put up to celebrate. Right.
0: Yeah, in my head, the uh, same. Yeah. So, I, my dream would be that they're all thrown in the river, and then where they're thrown in the river, that we'd have plaques being like, "This guy was thrown in the river." Yeah. Oh my god, god
2: that's was, amazing. That's, that's amazing. Like, that. that
0: would be amazing, and yeah. you have that, and that for me would be enough
2: commemoration. I don't think yeah, I. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. I am with that. We should start petition. You know,
0: like the that's... whole problem with the statue is that you're looking up at it, like it's something about yeah,
2: like. Exactly.
0: And you like yeah, whether
2: exactly.
0: it's or not like you still have that
2: especially especially in public spaces as well yeah. yeah i think it
1: was the is it the french presidents coming to britain like this weekend and they oh, came, yeah i think so i think <laughs> and they basically took off the um covering of churchill for his arrival, and it's like that shows okay. like because of the like war history and like how Britain like hey, do you, you care more about how yeah. we allied with them back then than like the unrest that both of our nations are feeling with the black people who are French and British. Yeah, it's
2: interesting.
0: do you have any desire yeah. for any your work to be in like public spaces?
2: Um, well, okay, so that's in my that's another thing being an artist because I was, I was watching some documentaries. With some famous artists I look up to, and then they' also talk about a problem they have with um well a problem with black art in history is that so much of it was in galleries for a little bit, and then put in storage and it's been there for like fifty years,
1: hundred yeah. years
2: like and it's just kinda erased itself in history, like it hasn't come back until- until people went out of their way to go into these galleries and find them. Yeah. And bring them back up and show people that black black art has been going on in this country for way longer than we thought. Yeah. And yeah. also so with me, I'm like there is always like um, most of the people I've sold to have been like just private collectors. So it's like it's kinda it's kinda sad. It's like I said it and it's like, rah, is anyone is anyone gonna see that again? Like is that it's be <laughs> yeah, house. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just meet for them and their mates. And um I mean in my I guess it'll have a life after, with they mission out to to someone else. But I mean, being having your art in a public space, I think, is the best because the the most amount of people can interact with it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like you want you want you want as many people as possible to be able to witness it in person and interact with it. So no, 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 is wait- it quite
0: is it quite hard creating a piece of work and then selling it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Especially, especially like. I only really started selling, like, more regularly. Like, with commissions, if it's, like, not my idea, I don't really care. Like, you can, I'll just do it and I'll sell it. But if it's, like, something like my Good Hair series, because I was, like, my first, like, proper series. So selling them was a bit, like, oh, uh, like, bye-bye. Uh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I should just, like, let go of them a little bit. But, um, I mean, yeah, I, just, I hope they can go somewhere. Because I sold it to a gallery. Um, owner who I know is going to sell it on so I just hope they can go somewhere that people can still witness them and see them I think it's so, so. interesting
1: like, just as you were saying about like having it in a public space do you feel like it being in a public space makes ownership of it like kind of everyone's rather than like an individual yeah you're exactly. Exactly, right yeah. capitalist like feeling yeah. like sold to someone and they can own it
2: yeah yeah i mean yeah that that exactly like when it is in a public i mean i think something i will get into the habit of doing once like can afford to is just kind of just donating paintings to places you know what i mean yeah. like say if i have a show i have a series i can just pick a few few paintings from that and just donate to places that i know will still be visible in the public Amazing. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: And then to have kids as well, like all people like especially in free spaces, like the tape, or not yeah,
2: Exactly.
0: All the tape, but I think it is really important. And then yeah, I don't know, it just becomes part of a city's culture as well.
2: Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. but thank
0: you for coming on the podcast.
2: Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you.